Welcome to episode 101, a 34-part episode on Catholicism 101, the foundations of our Catholic faith. These episodes originally premiered on YouTube. You can find the original video linked in the description to this episode, as well as a discussion guide for your benefit and whoever you might be listening with. Enjoy. I have a really hard time getting excited about holidays. You know, my wife, she really anticipates and loves to celebrate each one. But for me, it reminds me of my childhood. And as a child, I always found myself being disappointed on a lot of holidays because I had this idea of what I wanted, particularly when it came to things like birthday, Christmas, or even the Easter basket that I would get. And Christmas in particular, my parents would always ask for a list and I would give them a list and Christmas Day would roll around. And I remember so many years going by where I felt like I got nothing on my list. And I'm sure that wasn't true. I'm sure I got some of those things, but not the thing. And I came to believe mistakenly that my parents were playing some kind of cruel trick on me. They wanted to know what I I wanted and then not get me that to keep me humble or keep me grateful or something like that. But I think it was because everything I wanted was really expensive and my parents knew something about me that it took me a long time to know about myself. And that's that I can tend to want things that I think will make me happy, but inevitably won't. We're all like that in some way. And I remember one particular time when I was about 11, I really wanted a skateboard for my birthday. This was when Tony Hawk was like a big up and coming celebrity. Skateboarding was just coming on the scene. And I really wanted to be one of the cool kids who had their own skateboard. I remember asking and asking and asking. And then finally my birthday rolled around and I saw the skateboard shaped wrapping paper. And I thought, oh my gosh, I finally got the thing that I asked for. And I opened it up and it was a skateboard, but it just wasn't the one that I wanted. And again, I was disappointed. I was ungrateful. I got the thing that I wanted and that I expressed I desired, but when it came, I wanted even more. It wasn't enough. It would not satisfy. That is how we are as humans. We have a desire for something more, for something greater, and nothing on earth seems to satisfy it. Whether you believe in God or not, there seems to be this shared human experience that we desire certain things. The philosopher Plato, who lived before the time of Christ, he called these things the five transcendental desires. Transcendent meaning calls us out of our earthly life or our earthly reality. It connects us to something beyond. And those five desires are love, belonging, truth, goodness, and beauty. Don't we all want those things? Don't we all want to be loved, to feel a sense of belonging, to know what is true and what is not true, to experience what is really good and not have evil done to us or by us, and to be connected to something truly beautiful? Anytime we have moments like that, we know, and they connect to that part of us that deeply desires something more. These are the desires that compel us to ask the big questions about life. Who am I? 
where did I come from? Where am I going? Or even questions like, why do bad things happen to good people? Because we recognize inherently there is a good and there is a bad. Where did that come from? If we're made for God, which is what we believe as Catholics, but sin separates us from God, then we will never truly feel whole again until we can be set free from sin and be reconciled back to him. We were made for fulfillment outside of this world. But if we settle for things that are in this world, especially things that separate us from God, they will never, ever satisfy. It's as St. Augustine said, Our heart is restless until it rests in you, O God. No one wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to have a mediocre, uneventful day today. We want to make a difference. We want to have great relationships, to have great experiences, and to know real, authentic love in our relationships. That is what we want. Love, belonging, truth, goodness, and beauty. So that more that you want out of life, start asking the question, what is that? Where did that come from? Where is it leading me? As Catholics, we believe we can come to know that God is the one and only source and fulfillment of all those desires. And we can know that by looking at three things, creation, the human person, and revelation. When it comes to creation, as it says in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. We can simply look around. If we're ever asking the question, well, how do we know that God exists? We can simply look around and say, well, did we happen to notice everything? Asking the question if God exists is like Frodo Baggins asking, you know, where is the evidence of this J.R.R. Tolkien guy anyway? Everything that we are, everything around us was created by him. This could not have happened by accident. Even if you take into account evolution, the Big Bang Theory, that was proposed by a Catholic priest. Because we know as Catholics that the truth, even truth that is observable through means of science, truth will point us to what is real. Truth will point us ultimately to God. So faith simply adds on top of that and says, knowing there was a Big Bang, how could a Big Bang Big Bang itself? It couldn't. Someone actually calculated this. Someone went back and said, okay, what was the likelihood of maybe one of the things in our intricate universe happening by accident? And that man, his name was Sir Roger Penrose. And he calculated that the odds of that thing happening by chance in our universe were one in 10 to the 10 to the 123rd power. Now, if you're not a math person, I just... I hope you know how big and massive that number is. Like if you had that many pennies, if you had 10 to the 10 to the 123rd pennies, they would not fit inside of our universe. Not just our solar system or our planet, our entire universe. In fact, you could fill at least 15 of our universes and probably much more. It takes more faith to believe that this happened by chance than it does to believe that God exists and that our desires are ordered to him simply by looking around and experiencing beauty and the truth in knowing like this is evidence for something greater. Just like a painting has a painter, we have to ask the question, well, if there is a creation, where is the creator? 
The second thing we can look to for the fulfillment of our desires being in God is the human person. As Psalm 139 says, I praise you because I am wonderfully made. That there is a wonder and a joy to existing and that we see we have a desire to connect to something beyond ourselves. You and I, we long for absolute happiness. But as we live life, we will recognize nothing on this earth satisfies, satisfies that longing. Logic therefore dictates that if we were made for something outside of this world, or for someone outside of this world, that has to be the truth. I'm married and I have two beautiful children, and I love my family. My family fulfills me, they bring me joy in many different ways, but they are not my ultimate fulfillment and purpose. If something happened to them, if they decided to disown me, to leave, you know, something tragic happened, God forbid any of that. I would still be content in knowing that God is real and that he created me for a purpose. That is what drives me. My family is how he called me to be the holiest version of myself in my life. That we can make that journey together and praise God that he did. But he is my ultimate satisfaction. He is my purpose. And the third way that we can know that God is our fulfillment of our ultimate desires is revelation. That 2,000 years ago, a man, Jesus Christ, revealed himself to be God. He claimed that. No other major religious founder or figure in history claimed to be God himself. But he came and he revealed God's existence, his love for us, and his desire to reconcile everyone back to himself by setting us free from sin. And you know what? He did it. He died on the cross for our sins and he rose from the dead. And after he rose from the dead, he appeared to over 500 total eyewitnesses in the span of 40 days. And that was at a time where you only needed two witnesses in a court of law to prove definitively that something happened. Both religious and non-religious historians recorded it. No one has ever claimed to have possessed or found Jesus' remains. And all of the apostles died gruesome, violent deaths defending the truth of Jesus' resurrection from the dead. None of them said they made it up to save their own life. Would you die for a lie? I wouldn't. But would you maybe give your life for something that fulfilled every desire you ever had and promised complete freedom, complete forgiveness, love, and redemption? I would. Our desires compel us to find fulfillment. And that fulfillment is in God. But to achieve it, it means that we must die to other things. We must set aside the ways in which we seek those desires to be fulfilled by the world. And we need to live for something beyond it. Live for someone beyond it. In relationship with a person. God himself, Jesus Christ. I thought for a long time in order to be a Christian, I had to leave my intelligence behind. But no, I learned that I can take it with me and look around at the world and see that my desires have evidence, not just in me, but around me, that there is a God who created me for himself. I thought that I would be unhappy in faith because I'd have to leave behind certain parts of who I was. But no, I recognize as a Christian now that God does not place any desire on my heart that he does not intend to fulfill in a way that I cannot even fathom. And I thought Christianity was about being perfect. Just going through the motions, being a hypocrite, nobody really living up to the hype. 
But I realized that it's not about that. It's about being redeemed and being renewed. It's actually about acknowledging I am a sinner, but praise God that I have a Savior who's already saved me. And all my desires are fulfilled in Him. So I invite you to look inward and ask, where do those desires come from? Where are they pointing to? Because we can look all around us within and back in history to know that God is real and that he fulfills them. And so ask those questions. What do you want? Are you fulfilled? What is your purpose? Are you ready to embark on that journey? You have nothing to lose and everything to gain.